Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Purple Stars podcast. I'm Sarah, your host, and you are in for a real treat today. We have someone on our show. We're interviewing him. He's a singer, an actor, a host, a model, and he's not just successful, but has a really, really, really kind and good heart. Please welcome Christian Bautista. Hello. Hi, I'm so excited to have you on the show. We know you're so busy and that's why it's double nice to have you. And this being said, busy, I heard you're going to be part of a very special Valentine's Day concert. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Oh, yes. The Valentine's season is very uh, important and loved, especially here in the Philippines. We will have a Valentine's show. The main artist is Julia Fordham, the one the singer who sang Love Moves in Mysterious Ways. And I'm going to be a guest. It's going to be on February 16th at the Solaire Theater, 8 p.m. So for every, every Filipino, half full quarter Filipino who's in the Philippines, who is there during that time, I hope you can watch. Oh, that's amazing. I wonder, like, having been for such a long time in the industry, how do you now feel about being part of really great concerts? Do you still get nervous, or is it mainly, like, anticipation and excitement? Oh, it's, it's everything that you said. I still get nervous. Um, it's ante- anticipation. It's excitement. But uh, I'm more looking forward to connection, uh, building friendships, and um, building, uh, I mean, singing great music together, combining Mm -hmm. both talents together. Is building connection one of the biggest gifts that music is giving you? Definitely, yes. Um, Different nationalities, different languages. Um, You you gain uh, new friends, new fans, new supporters. Uh, Even if some uh, nationalities do not understand Tagalog, they still request for it because they like the melody. So connection in music is also very, very important. I really agree about uh, even if we don't understand the language. So as I told you earlier, my Lola uh, was Filipina, so I'm quarter Filipina, but uh, the only Tagalog words I know are either like bad words or Lola and Lolo and all the, and all the words. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, but I really love listening to any songs in Tagalog, also when I go to church, when they sing it, it's really, really nice. And this actually Mm. brings me to my first bigger question. So music, as we all know, holds a very transformative power. It evokes emotions, uh, inspires change, and leaves some people with a lot of impact. And I wonder, for you as a musician yourself, can you recall a specific moment when a song not just gave you comfort, but maybe was even giving you a life-changing realization or redirected you and where you really said, wow, this is a message that I was meant to have and it really had a big impact on your life. Yes, it's uh, the, the lyric, and I always say this in some of my shows, the lyric comes from the song that I sang called The Way You Look At Me, especially there was a line there that says, you make me believe that there's nothing in this world I cannot. And it's a love song too. But uh, to find a partner like that or a friend or even just a family member who who sees something that you don't and believes in something that 
that he or she knows you can reach. It's very inspiring to me. And the fact that it's in a love song as well, and I, I sing it to an audience. They may remember the chorus or the first line or the se- or the or the last line, the way you look at me. But uh, the meat of it really uh, looks forward to believing in in a future, believing and hoping that you your partner has something that uh, he or she can can reach one time. And 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 we as their partners should always encourage them. That's so beautiful. What do you think helps you to believe a lot in yourself and then also make the ones close to you, whether it's your wife, your family, believe in themselves? Oh man, uh, there are a lot of days that I don't believe in myself uh, or I wake up uh, doubting. So uh, to refocus or sometimes to shock myself, I take a double espresso and just... (laughs) Remember, sometimes I need to get out of it, right? Or a cold shower, or uh, or I pray, of course, and just remember God's blessings and to count our blessings because He has given so much. Uh, to to surround myself with uh, exactly like what you said, family, friends, and my wife, Kat, who who believes in me as well. So you just mentioned God. Uh, I saw in your Twitter bio that you also mentioned God there. So I'm wondering what role has faith played on your journey, both professionally and personally? Uh, I did not know that I was going to be a singer. I I took up landscape architecture. I thought I was, I was going to be in an office. And I guess God opened doors. He let me watch uh, a musical and it, turned my world around, my life around. He said, okay, I want to do music from now on. And, and there was a time when I asked, I come from uh, a city outside Manila. Manila is the central uh, city in the Philippines where most of the entertainment stations are. So I asked my uh, my church pastor, if I, if I take this job, I won't be able to regularly go to our uh, small local church anymore. So what should I do? Well, well, he said, well, first you got to find a Manila church that's near where you work on Sundays, even though you don't come here anymore. Uh, second, uh, just, re- just remember that uh, you're now uh, in church. You may be singing for, this is, pre, this is pre-pandemic. This is 20 years ago, is what he said. And the internet wasn't as big. So he said, uh, in church, you may sing to 400 people. But in front of the TV cameras, you're seeing the millions. So uh, be a blessing to them. So that really uh, uh, opened my eyes, I guess. And I'm still doing my best to be a good example, as hard as it is. But uh, still, still doing my best to be to be the inspiration that I was uh, supposedly called to be. So you're are a huge inspiration for many. Who is your inspiration? Uh, right now, my wife, of course. Uh, she just gives me so much uh, positive reinforcement <laughs> and uh, a constant partner, a strength as well. Um, and of course, 
again my family whom I love and of course uh, uh, the fans also and our supporters also who are still here after 20 years all of them that's great talking about your talents I recently came across a passage in the book discussing talents and gifts and it says how important it is to recognize the responsibility we have to develop and use our gifts without becoming arrogant and too proud. So I have a few questions about this. One, okay. what has helped you to, despite all the success and the achievements, to stay humble? Again, again, the last sentence. What has helped you on your journey of success, despite all the fame and everything, to stay humble and down to earth? Oh, that's easy. That's so easy. Uh, failure. <laughs> that's so easy. Uh, all the failures and uh, the mistakes. Uh, when when it happens, everything just resets. It's clean slate. Uh, you try to uh, remember how not to do that again or remember why it happened. Maybe you became too proud. Maybe you became too arrogant. Maybe you thought you could do it all. And there are so many examples, even up to now, not just me, but other people, other establishments as well, that uh, mistakes will really like pin you to the ground again and uh, make you realize uh, that uh, everyone is, is the same. Is there one mistake you would feel comfortable sharing with us? Uh, there was one time I forgot the lyrics of my national anthem. That was really bad. In a show, and up to now, like some some bashers uh, still request that song. Hey, Christian, do you remember now the lyrics? <laughs> so that was really that was a that was a hard time for me. It was I don't know what happened. I was singing, and then I just blacked out. Even if I rehearsed it a few times, and I I knew it by heart because I was singing it since I was five years old. But it happened, and I couldn't escape it. So that was a hard time for me. And it just made me, uh, again, count my blessings, uh, realize there's still other people who, who love me. And just to, just to be better, just to try to be better and uh, try not to do that again. Or, or have an, a, a teleprompter all the time. <laughs> Adjust, right? Adjust, reinforce. Christian, do you think when it comes to national anthems, because you're not the first singer that forgets the lyrics when a big moment like this is happening. Do you think it's pressure? Um, I think it's pressure. I think because you know, everyone knows the lyric and the melody or sometimes maybe uh, you become too casual about it. Uh, I know this lyric, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, so the lesson is you should still properly rehearse it like how you rehearse any other performance or so. And it's it's also because it's so solemn and deep and rooted in culture and history. So the pressure comes from there, definitely. So you're talking about practicing. What are you doing to practice your skills? Um, to hire uh, mentors, vocal coaches, um, to check, reassess where my voice is now, how can I be better? Uh, the hard part is sometimes I, I get used to a form that I'm used to and I don't want to like break away from it. And the coach, for example, is saying, no, but this is the proper way now, or this is what is 
with what other singers are doing now. So I have to also be open to to change as well rather than be stuck in what I was used to. How do you find the fine balance between being loyal to your own style and yet being open to evolve without jumping on the train of trends of other singers? Yeah. Um, through the years, I always sing love songs. Um, so I guess that will be my core to to always try to romance the audience. But at the same time, uh, music evolves. So the core could still be, for example, love songs, but the production could be a bit different. Mm -hmm. It could still be ballad, but you can inject the new elements that the new artists or new producers uh, use. Because what we don't want to happen is to stay stuck in one style and never evolve. Because I believe also that if we don't evolve, uh, we will perish. But also, you cannot be too different and leave your your fans behind, the fans who supported you for decades. So, a mix of that. Uh, an example would be uh, Tony Bennett collaborating with Lady Gaga. So, like the fans of Tony Bennett would still listen to Tony Bennett, and he and he would have duets with uh, a pop artist. So the the, the the song becomes new and classic at the same time. So something like that. Mm. And what helps you to rediscover yourself on that journey? When the numbers go down. All right, time to rediscover myself. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Get the get the statistics right. So right now, um, it's so easy to get your statistics, your data, your insights. It's all on the Spotify artists page. Mm -hmm. uh, it's all on your views. Uh, it depends also uh, on what you want. Sometimes some people just want to just relax, you know, and just re-promote whatever. Or sometimes you can, uh, like what my label did, uh, they let uh, my they let the young artists sing my my songs in their own version. So now it was reintroduced to to a new generation as well. Different, um, there are different strategies to go about it, but uh, right now it's definitely digital. Uh, do social media more, um, reintroduce myself more to the TikTok generation. Um, I don't dance, so I don't pretend to dance on TikTok, but uh, I do the first step. I, I try to be funny and, and real at the same time, or uh, whatever I can do to to still connect to this new audience without sacrificing who I really am. So connecting to a newer audience, especially TikTok, I guess that's um, quite a young generation. Have you felt any difference? Like, is there something where you said connecting with them brought you certain lessons or a different spark of inspiration along the way? Definitely. Um, for example, this generation, if, if we're going to concentrate on TikTok, if they find a song in the 80s that matches a certain video or a certain uh, scenery that they shot, they'll use it. And then it suddenly becomes viral again. 
So I am appreciating this appreciation for any form of music, young or old. But now how to how to connect to that to that want or how to how to use my music or myself to to place myself in that um, in that editing that editing phase or that era because they this is editing TikTok is editing and who would have known that kids would love editing it's so hard to edit uh have you have you edited a video oh, in, I know. in TikTok? I, I, I'm not using TikTok, but I know I'm not good with any technical stuff. So uh, editing and stuff like it's Yeah, just... so they, sh- they, shoot, they shoot hundreds of pictures and videos and put in the music. And then they edit it, they do a little dance or whatever. So uh, it's very inspiring because editing is hard. So now I have to try to, to learn that as well. And... Uh, it's inspiring also because when we, for example, when I do TikTok lives, um, anyone from all over the world can just come up and we can talk, we can chat, chat about music or their lives. And you can, again, inspire them instantly like that, simply because of a live connection. You mentioned a lot the word connection. And I'm wondering, given your busy schedule, also connecting with your audience online and offline, how do you prioritize connecting with yourself? and prioritizing your mental health and also to make time to take care of your body? Uh, definitely to schedule rest, um, to put that in the calendar as well, that hopefully um, the management or the label or the station can give me a few days off with my wife or we can travel or I just be alone with our pets or um, just not think about work. Uh, sometimes uh, we go to church. Uh, sometimes uh, we go for a long drive, or we have date nights, or we have. Uh, sometimes we have coffee hunting days. Just just time for for ourselves, different from the world that uh, we live. Because uh, that's also very important. Because we don't want to get too overwhelmed uh, with the pressures of the world. Or I love how you're talking about spending quality time together. So this actually leads me to my next question. In Filipino families, the strong bond and the deep love are really beautiful. However, I experienced it many times that it can also be very challenging when it comes to prioritizing one's own happiness and well-being because some feel a sense of responsibility of taking care of the needs and the well-being and the happiness of their family. And that can also lead to feeling guilty when you take care of yourself. And it feels like, you know, selfish. So I'm wondering, have you experienced this as well, whether it's within your own family or someone else's? Okay, next question, please. No, I'm kidding. I'm going to answer that. Uh, uh, I promise we're not going to send it to your mom. Don't worry, don't worry. I'm going to answer it. So uh, when you get married, it's going to be you and your wife. That's the first priority. Mm-hmm. And uh, every everything else uh, follows. So uh, whatever, if there's a big family decision, me and my wife come together and whatever our decision is, we share uh, with uh, my family. Still with love and respect and uh, humility, even if it's a no. Even if it's, we can't do this, but we love you. 
what else can we do to help you in this way? Because uh, this might not benefit us in our marriage. So it, it's difficult, definitely, because and the Filipino family is really, really bonded. Um, but I, I love my parents or my family and my brothers enough that they also understand uh, this uh, this choice. And they respect it as well. Of course, they might feel sad as well, but uh, they respect it. And uh, we, we find the middle ground. Um, it's harder when it, this is uh, from other Filipino stories. It's harder when it's about money, for example. Mm -hmm. For example, if you're if you and your family are really hard pressed with money already, and then they need some more, so that's that's a difficult difficult choice. Maybe give a little bit, not but not to the point that your own family will suffer. Hopefully, there are no shaming that comes after or like guilt tripping hopefully it will come sometimes but hopefully it doesn't but i guess a way around it is i can't give you a hundred percent but let me give you a few mm -hmm. because that's all i can give right now rather than also just a complete no i can that's how i would handle it mm, the money really is a very difficult part uh, in, uh, especially in Dubai, I've met a lot of Filipinos who come to work in hotels. They earn themselves very little. And everything they earn, they send to the family, back to the Philippines. And on the one hand, I think it shows how big their heart is. But I also see how they are struggling with it so much because they then end up not being able to pay their own bills. And I love how you say to find a solution that's good for all of them to to be saying okay that's as much as i can give you so i can still live well and survive on my own and that it's not black and white you know like giving all or giving nothing yeah so but it's definitely something that can be learned in filipino cultures whether it's full filipino half quarter <laughs> uh, is that sharing you know like we can love and we can share without giving all we have like it is okay and it is not selfish and we don't love our families any less if mm -hmm. we give them a little bit less time a little bit less money uh if we disagree on certain things or if we're setting boundaries in other ways mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when when we're talking about families i know you have two pets right yeah. Yes. Tell me about them. <laughs> I think, I think you're, this is the most excited question you've asked. Uh, <laughs> the excitement from you. Tell me about your pets. Okay. Uh, um, so we have a cat. Uh, her name's Nacho, an orange uh, Persian. Uh, she's about maybe two, three years old already. Uh, when when my wife had. Um, had a cat who passed away, eight, 16 years with her, 16 to 18 years with her. I decided to surprise her after one year with a baby cat that's orange as well. Oh. And uh, she and then she said, "I'm not ready yet. I'm sorry, I can't. I can't move on from my from from my other pet yet." But I already bought it. What do I do? <laughs> it's at home. 
and said, oh, oh no. So, but when she went home and she saw the photo and, and she saw the cat nacho, she loved it instantly. Uh, so they had a strong connection. But what happened was, I don't know, maybe because I was the one who, who bought uh, Nacho when she was a baby, she started falling in love with me. So yeah. she started going to me more rather than Kat. I was like pushing her away. No, love Kat first. <laughs> uh, so Kat said, okay, uh, the cat that you gave me apparently loves you more. So I think we should now get a dog. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, she got the dog. And uh, the most beautiful thing, uh, Pomeranian, Atika Pomeranian. Uh, his name is Zorro. So uh, I wasn't really playing with Zorro for like a few months so that she would, he would like stay with Kat or be more connected with Kat, my wife. Uh, so, but uh, Zoro and Nacho, they're 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 both friends. Uh, they play a lot, play, buy, play. They steal each other's waters and food. But uh, yeah, they give us uh, so much joy as well. Especially when we come home and they're just there, wanting uh, us to pet them or wants to be close to them. Um, and uh, before meeting Cat, I was I wasn't really a pet person. Also, uh, most of our pets. Uh, in the province, would just be outside. But but right now, uh, I really love the fact that uh, the pets are inside the house with you. Just gotta train them well, or they they will poop and pee all over the place. But uh, definitely, that's part of it. But uh, yeah, they give us so much joy as well. And Christian, have you ever thought about what lessons they have taught you about life? Oh man! Wow. Okay. Um, I guess with uh, my dog, to just love unconditionally, <laughs> no matter mm-hmm. what. Even if you don't feed me, I love you. I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, for our for our cat, the man maybe uh, rest. <laughs> he just he just rests <laughs> and sleeps anywhere. Uh, but uh, definitely to spend. Uh, they they just love time with them. Just the play, playing time, or just you can work and they can just stay there. Um, I noticed this with uh, with senior citizens as well, or people who are maybe grandmas or grandpas. They just really want time. They just want you to be with them or talk to them about the past or what's going on. That's that's all they want. That's all they need: companionship. Mm-hmm. So that's I guess that's a big lesson. And when it comes to companionship. How do you feel does it impact your own well-being? Okay, I'm an introvert, so I have I need sometimes time for myself just alone, doing nothing or doing uh, normal stuff. But uh, when my introvert energy is full again, I want and need companionship as well. So. Um, my wife knows to when to leave me alone, or sometimes she tells me, "Okay, I think you need your introvert time. Please go to the room because <laughs> you're being weird." Uh, so she knows she knows me enough, and uh, but after that, I really she's the first one that I go to, and um, mm. we do our best to just hang out, or or even if she's on social media or if I'm on social media, just together at least. 
share memes <laughs> uh, even if we're a feet of foot apart but um, companionship also and uh, togetherness especially now after the pandemic is, is is really important because the physical connection or the energies that uh, is shared in the same room is definitely uh, definitely different uh, when you're in front of a computer or or, or a phone so that's why fan meets for the audience are are very very important as well. Or uh, calling up an old classmate, or calling up uh, an old friend that you haven't reached out, and meeting after the call to set a time to meet. Because that's really different. Do you remember and can you recall the first concert after the pandemic that you could do again with people in the same? building as you were yeah yeah i cried oh my god i forgot how good this was <laughs> um because as a singer before the pandemic we didn't know when it was going to end so that was in america it was a it was a tour for the filipino audience me and two other artists and even if half of them uh, were in masks we could still feel their love more or uh, we can still feel their want to to be connected more. I'm not going to go into uh, vaccinated or unvaccinated, but definitely whether that was the case, the want to, to just touch someone else is so strong and so empowering as well. And... Uh, that uh, was very special for us, uh, that, that first uh, concert tour. And people were hungry to watch mm -hmm. uh, concerts again. So we're just so happy that uh, live concerts are back. Oh, that's great. Uh, what do you, that's my last question before we wrap up with the little dog and cat Q&A. How do you make the effort and time to have connection and quality time with your loved ones or old school friends, as you mentioned before? Um, sometimes, you know, it hits you that uh, you haven't called this person or, or a random thought or a random memory comes. And I immediately, during the day or maybe the day after, just check up on them. How are you? How are you doing? Um, you want to meet up? And then sometimes on a random occasion, they will also tell you, oh, you know, I dreamed about you. And really, why? I don't know. It just happened. So these moments come, and I guess these are like nudges or like, hmm. uh, it's important that uh, we reconnect or maybe there's a purpose why we, we need to reconnect with that certain someone. Um, with family, of course, I would love to always see them uh, every week if I can or every month if I'm too busy because uh, it, they ground me as well and makes me remember a life before entertainment. Um, it's important as well, as I said a while ago, to have personal time with your partner or in my case uh, with my wife to have our own time. Because um, uh, in any industry, there are a lot of uh, pressure 
but uh, for this week, for example, um, I was uh, this is uh, this is a sad story, but I w- I attended uh, two funerals, uh, close friends. Um, so it also reminded me how how fragile or how short life can be, and uh, it reminded me also not to worry too much. Definitely prepare for this year, five years, ten years, but not too much that uh, you don't that you worry too much or that you don't spend quality time or make today your best to try to make your day your best day. Uh, it uh, it reminded me how, like what we're what we just talked about, how important connection is, or how important people are, especially in your in your inner circles, because anything can happen. So hopefully, um, we would be kind, uh, love, um, forgive if needed, and. Uh, to just make the time with anyone you meet the best that you can as, as much as possible. I'm sorry about your loss and thank you so much for sharing this. It's, um, I think for all of us, it's a very important reminder that life is short and we don't know how short it is and no, no tomorrow is, you know, like guaranteed. Mm. And if we can really live in the moment and be present with what we get to experience and also make sure that the people we love know that we love them and that we also, if possible, take the time to connect with them live, not just through the phone and through the screen. It's something that life is about to really fully experience it. So I think it's a, a very valuable and special reminder for everyone in our audience Mm, and this being said we're going to wrap up with three pet questions (laughs) 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 one is what is one of the reasons you're grateful for when it comes to your pets i am grateful that uh, they chose to love us as well because they they can completely like ignore us and like go love someone else. So I'm grateful that uh, as we chose them, they chose us as well. Mm. And uh, even if our cat has her own life, uh, every 5 a.m. <laughs> she comes and just, just licks my beard here or whatever. So to just show me that, yeah, 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 I love you. Okay, now let me be. <laughs> but uh, it's just funny. They're, they're so different. And it's it's uh, it's nice to watch and experience. Hmm. And if you could ask Nacho one question, what would it be? Why me? <laughs> Why? I gave you the cat. <laughs> Please go to her again. <laughs> that is funny. That'll be the question. And when it comes to Zoro. Have you ever caught him doing anything embarrassing where he thought no one was watching? Uh, every day he does something embarrassing. <laughs> he he jumps on Nacho and just wrestles Nacho. And Nacho's like, 
the nice uh, older sister, uh, she lets Zoro play all over her for a few seconds. And then when she's had it, she just slaps him. Ah, right now, I'm done. Get out. So I'm going to jump up the table now. So, oh yeah, uh, patience as well. Uh, Nacho is teaching me patience as well. So sometimes, like when Zoro is like all over, well, let's play. Nacho's like, okay, okay, I'll play for a bit. Okay, I've had enough. So lots of patience as well. So he's more of an introvert as well. Nacho, yeah, maybe I guess that's why we connected. I was about to say, no surprise. <laughs> he's like, that's the team introvert. Correct, correct. You're right. Christian, thank you so much for your time. And thank you for giving us an insight on so many things, whether it comes to your faith, to your path, to your family, to your ups and to your downs, and also to show what makes you humble and human. I think it's a very, very big gift for our audience. And I hope you also enjoyed our conversation today. Yes, I did. Thank you also for reaching out. Uh, imagine this, uh, we're in different time zones, different parts mm -hmm. of the world, but uh, we are able to, to share, uh, not just to each other, but to, a, to an audience. Maybe they will pick up one or two things there that they can use uh, in their lives as well. And uh, thank you also uh, for, uh, for being kind and uh, being warm and uh, for connecting with us. as well. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks everyone for tuning in. It's a wrap for today. We hope you loved the conversation as much as we did. If you did, please share it with your family and friends and don't forget to tag us and also Christian because we'd love to hear your thoughts and we'll be back next Wednesday. 